Well, well, well. From uh, driving up the road, Nashville to Indianapolis to a golf to a go kart track to Europe to the Mazda Road to Indy to Team Penske, stops at Sarah's team, Ed's team. Here you are. Welcome, IndyCar champion. That's a crazy journey. Um, forgive me if my words aren't so great right now. I feel like I've talked too much after this. Um, I got definitely emotional, you know, with uh, the whole just the, the, the whole ceremony process of that and seeing everyone there and how happy everyone else was. Um, it's taken a lot of people to get to this point, uh, clearly and obviously. Um, you know, this, this started a long time ago with just my parents, and they're the biggest reason that I've been able to do this. They've, they've put everything on the line for, for me and to, to make sure I had an opportunity to do this. And, you know, that's where it starts, and then it kind of, you know, falls in the line with everyone else. You know, everyone else is a long list of people that have, have made it happen along the way, like you had said, from carts to to going to Europe, to coming back and to getting an IndyCar opportunity, and then now being here with Team Penske. So it's a crazy journey. It's so cool to be able to do this. So I'm, I'm so proud of everyone involved and, and everyone at Team Penske and, and what we were able to put together today as a group. And every everyone that's come in here since uh, the race was over mentioned the, about being an American champion. And uh, you put the flag around you up there. I think you were a little surprised by that. Didn't really know how to take it. Felt like a boxer. But uh, <laughs> but it's it's important, and you know it is. Yeah. I mean, obviously, you know, for me, I've always preached that it's great that we have the best of the best in the Verizon IndyCar Series. You know, we don't want a championship filled with just American drivers, but it's important to have the best of America in it. Um, you know, and I think the Mazda Road Indy has, has come such a long way, and the, the farming system seems to be uh, working again. You know, I, I feel like team owners and people within IndyCar are, are looking to the youth in America, um, which is a great thing. I think there's there's more guys that are capable that are coming up to, to help fly the flag in this series. But as I said, the best thing is we have, we have people from all around the world that are the best at what they do, and we've got to continue to have that. We have to have the best from Europe and, and from anywhere overseas um, because if it's just Americans running, it wouldn't mean anything. But certainly having successful Americans is a big deal too. A lot of people want to ask questions, so we'll get right to it right here in front. Joseph, first off, congratulations on the championship. Um, um, just thinking back to 2012 when you strapped into the car driving for Surface, did you ever think that you would be a Team Penske driver, let alone a champion in your first year with them? Um, hard to tell. I didn't know what was going to happen. You know, I, I, the, it, you work so hard just to get an opportunity on the professional stage and then for it to, you know, take a turn to this point. I, I, don't, I think you work so hard to just get to the IndyCar level that you don't really think about anything beyond that. You don't think about you know, well, what's the maximum at the IndyCar level you could get to? So um, not really. I mean, I just, I, I always dreamed and hoped that I could have a very successful career and, and be, you know, be good at this, but I, you never know if it's going to work out. And so, you know, and I think the more years I drove in IndyCar, the more I thought I would never get hired by a team like Team Penske. I never thought that would really happen. Um, you know, I just, it seemed like those guys didn't didn't <laughs> didn't want me a part of their team, um, which was fine with me, you know, in in some degree because I've been I've worked with a lot of great groups before and we've had a lot of success. But um, you know, having been a part of Team Penske for a year now, it's I can't tell you how amazing they are as a group. I'm so honored to to drive for Roger and Tim and the entire team and all our partners. Um, they're the best of the best. I mean, they really are, and I can see why. Having been a part of it, they're they're something special. Bruce. Two quick questions. One, um, the lap 63-65 battle where the two of you came 
Thank you. Sorry, my engineers. Where you and Simon met were after the pit stop, and you raised him really, really hard. And at one point, Tim Sindrick came over the radio and said, you know, championship. Uh, what was it that you wanted to finish ahead of him so bad? And then I have a follow-up. It's my instinct. You know, my instinct when I saw him was I'm going to beat him. And uh, that's that's just my – honestly, that's my natural instinct inside the car is, is just to beat whoever's in front of me. Um, so I, that's what I felt like. You know, I was out on reds. He was out of the pits. He was like, you know, weak prey in front of me. So I was just going to try and get him. Um, but I also, you know, I tried to measure it, you know, the way I was doing it. I didn't want to do something silly. And then obviously, you know, the more that that lap – progressed tim was you know very vocal and coaching me through it and telling me you know this is <laughs> this is the situation and uh it, you know it, it made a lot of sense in my mind when he was over the radio so i you know i gotta give a lot of credit to tim for for keeping me in check and making sure that i was thinking correctly this whole weekend and, and certainly in that moment um and i think it's fitting you know it, it's kind of great for us that you know, another car won the race, uh, part of our team. So you got a you got a team car winning the race. You got a team car winning the championship. We're we're all really winning this weekend. Um, it takes it takes a group to make this happen, and you know it's taken all four of these these teams to 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 bring a championship together. So it's it's a group effort. I want you to be honest here. You, how much time did you give to the crash at Watkins Glen? Uh, it had to just just be a little bit unraveling. Unnerving. Um, I, you know, I was just pissed. I was pissed at myself for making a mistake. Um, I always get pissed when I make a mistake. Like Texas this year, just I'm just furious. I, you don't want to be around me for 24 to 48 hours. Uh, my girlfriend knows. She, she, it's not a good time. I try and be polite, you know, but once I get home, you don't want to be around me. And that was kind of the case with Watkins. But I'm, I, you know, that's that's where it stopped. I was just mad at myself for a mistake. After any time that I do that, I get mad about it. Um, but I moved on pretty quick because, you know, I, I, the way I always looked at the championship was it was going to come down to Sonoma. And I don't know if that was a good or bad way to view it. It's the way I did view it. And the way I was playing it was that, you know, Watkins didn't really matter in a, in a way, you know, I think everyone was telling me you have a big point lead, so you need to just protect that, you know, finish wherever you can in Watkins Glen. And I, I kind of thought, well, it didn't really matter. You know, why don't we just try and make more points because, it's going to come down to Sonoma regardless. So if we have a wreck, well, you're still going to have to fight for it here. And, you know, looking back on it, I feel like that's kind of a mistake. Maybe I, I think I'd play it differently now after what happens at, at Watkins Glen. Um, but at the end of the day, it did come down to this race, and we needed to execute, and we had the team to do it when, when we needed it. And I had a follow-up, which was all year long, IndyCar's been promoting next. And do you see this as a pivot point in the series – in that it's now your time. It's now Alexander Rossi's time. It's now drivers in their mid to late 20s time to begin to be big-time stars, champions, Indy 500 winners, that this is going to be the generation that we're going to sit and watch for the next 15, 20 years be stars in this sport. Uh, I don't know the answer fully. I mean, I, I hope that, you know, I'll be around for a long time. I'd love that. I'd love to have a long successful career like any racer at this level would they, everyone wants that you know as a driver you want to you want to be around for a long time and have a lot of success so I hope so I mean um, I think it's going to be a natural thing I think eventually you know the, the champions of the past are going to they're going to eventually be done with their careers that's just a natural process so you know the the youth that is coming up I, I do believe you're going to hopefully see for a long time and I think there's a lot of bright spots within 
the Maz Dandy and, and some of the guys that are coming over from, from overseas that are young. So I think there's, there's a lot of talent in the world that are, you know, yet to make their mark in the IndyCar series, and, and you're going to see that for, for years to come. Hopefully that includes me too, but, you know, there's no telling what the future holds. Patrick? Okay, let, let's to talk about the future. Let's go backwards a little bit. You did a lot of silly promotional things a few years ago. You sat in the stands and had people not know who you were. Um, I mean, we played with wind-up guitars yesterday uh, in our your press thing. We did. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah we, that was you fun. You raced wind-up cars. Um, you've done a lot of that kind of stuff, and that's brought you to this stage. And it's also brought you a lot, a lot of fans uh, along the way. You're no longer the anonymous guy. Uh, how does that feel to now? not only have established yourself, but made yourself a champion? I mean, honestly, it, for me, it's always just been about success on the racetrack. You know, whether that's a selfish answer or not, that's that's always been the most important thing to me. I, I It's what I love. It's, um, you know, I feel I feel committed to doing it with the people around me. Um, and, and that's everyone, whoever, whether it's people that have helped me put it, put me in the car or it's the people that I get to work with every week. You know, there, you you feel the passion from the people that you work with. I, I feel it from everyone in the, in the Team Penske shop, and you feel it every weekend from the mechanics that that you're getting to work with. And you know, we all want to win. So I kind of I've always prioritized that. You know, the fun stuff that I've been able to do along the way, and and what that's done for me is, um, you know, it's been enjoyable at times. It really has. I've enjoyed that part of it, and I think it's great for our fans. Um, that they enjoy it and they want to see it more. And, you know, I feel like IndyCar has kind of pushed the boundaries um, more than other sports in, in a lot of ways, sooner than other sports, too, um, in, in involving ourselves with the fans and making ourselves more, you know, just human and normal to people instead of just sports idols. And I think that's a great thing. So, uh, yeah, I appreciate that. I, I, think it's, I think it's great for our fans. But, you know, whether, whether it's a selfish answer or not, you know, like I said, the, the on-track product has really been – the number one thing to me. So getting to this point is just, you know, it's a dream come true to be able to win a championship. Tony? Uh, Joseph, obviously there's been a lot of changes here. You moved to Charlotte, you moved teams, you had three teammates instead of one or one and a half. How did all of those elements, how did you kind of deal with all those elements, adapt to them and kind of grow for them this year and what was probably maybe your biggest year of change? I would say so. I, I would agree it's been my biggest year of change. It's been my biggest year of opportunity. Um, I've had so much to, you know, I think live up to um, in that, you know, you have champions around you. You have guys pushing you every week that are making you get the most out of yourself and you have to match them. And so it's given me the biggest opportunity to grow and, and to, to prove myself in that environment. And that's that's been fun. It's been really fun and challenging for me. Um, I, you know, d having said that, I also had those opportunities in the past as well. I feel like starting out as a one-car team and – you know, trying to figure things out myself was very beneficial to me. It, it, I think it's given me all my strength that I have in, in racing is that when I first started it, you know, it, it wasn't the best situation. Um, you know, I, I, I love driving for SFHR, and, and they did so much for me. But I'll be honest, it wasn't the easiest situation. We had our backs against the wall a lot of times. We were a brand-new team. It's a brand-new car. Uh, we were one-car team. And uh, so, you know, the, it was hard to go through those times uh, with no previous setups, no, no information, no data to look at, no real thought process. You know, you just had to formulate it yourself. And I think all those moments, you know, prepared me to getting to this point with Team Penske and being able to sort it out with, with the best of the best. And, um, uh, you know, I, I guess what I'd like to express is extreme gratitude to, to everyone that's helped me up to this point, but also my teammates this year because they, they've really been fantastic to work with, every single one of them. I know people think we're lying when we, we talk so goody-goody about each other, but we, 
we have a great working relationship. Um, you know, all, all four of us did, and it was an amazing season to learn and grow from, from those guys, and I can't thank them enough for, for what they've done for me. We'll go upstairs for the next question, but I'll ask you real quick. Uh, so if you're this competitive, were you just a little bit ticked off you didn't win the race? Oh, 100%. I was, <laughs> I, I'm not joking. I was kind of steaming inside the car, but then I thought, you know, the race win, um, as much as it'll piss me off that we lost the race, because it's a tough race, okay? You guys don't understand. This is probably the most grueling race you'll run every year. Be just because of the tire degradation, the way this track drives, it is the most difficult race that you will put together. Physically, mentally, is draining. So when you... You know, when you feel like you've you've done everything to win the race and you don't win it, it's very annoying um, as a racer. And so I hated that. But I, I also just thought about the the big picture. And you guys know Tim was coaching me through that, thinking about it. And it's a team effort, so you know I had to I had to be smart about it. And um, that gave me a lot more gratification, I think, than than just losing the race. Upstairs questions. Hi, Joseph. Uh, did, did you expect to really reach this pinnacle of success so quickly in your career? I mean, you're 26, you've been through some tribulations, but uh, you're at the top right now. How does it feel? You know, I don't know if you can ever predict it. You know, some guys, if they're fortunate to be in the sport, it takes them 20 years um, to get to get where they want to be. Some guys, it's, it happens in a year or two. You know, I, I didn't really know how it was going to work out for me. Um, I hoped, you know, I think as, as a racer, you always – dream it happens sooner i mean it would have been cool to get a championship sooner than my sixth year but i can't complain i think everything that's happened in my career has made me who i am today it's made me strong inside the race car and in, inside a race team so um you know with with where we're at now I'm, I'm just really thankful and really happy about it and the the biggest thing that i always want as as a driver is just to get better every single season um and if you're continuing to go forward and we've won a championship then that only means good things to come in the future another question upstairs Yes, this is Ed Jenks, Motorsports Journal. Uh, it's a very similar question because you are your oldest 25 you're going to be right now. But, um, you know, you're, you're associating with uh, Elio Castroneves and Will Power and other older drivers. Where do you see yourself uh, when, you know, say another 10 or even 20 years from now? I don't know. I mean, I, it's important not to get too ahead of yourself. You know, I think we gotta we gotta be pr really proud of what we did this year. We gotta enjoy it. Um, you have to. You ha someone reminded me that you have to take time to enjoy these moments because, you know, it doesn't mean anything if you don't you don't take the time to enjoy it and appreciate it. So, we're gonna do that for sure. Um, but you know what what the future holds. I, I don't think we can get ahead of ourselves. It, it takes a lot of work to to do what we did this year, and I hope we're able to do it many many times over. But um, you know, it doesn't always work out that way. So we've got to be on our toes, make sure we're, you know, I think aggressive but cautious at the same time. And, you know, I hope 10, 20 years down the road we've got many more championships and hopefully some Indy 500s along the way too. Any other questions upstairs? No more questions. Okay, over here. Sorry. A quick question for you. When during the race did you realize you said, I've got it? Mm, the final stint. Um up to that point, I was waiting for whatever was going to go wrong. And uh, the final stint after I settled in with Pagano, I thought, you know, we've, we've done everything we needed to do to be in position, and there's not a lot that can tilt it right now. Um, up till that point, I was like, man, there's what's going to happen? You know, it's IndyCar race, and there's always something that can shift the platform um, and move you off your position. And, and when we were in that final stint, we had our final stop. We were fueled to the finish. We kind of I knew my fuel code that I had to hit. It was a big number, but I knew we could hit it every lap. 
I, I was like, okay, if we do our job here, we can we can make it happen. So probably 15 to go was when I started feeling more, you know, confident that we had what we needed. It felt good, but I, I kept telling myself, you know, if it was 10 laps to go, I told myself there was 15 to go. And I just was playing it on the aggressive side because I didn't want to, I didn't want to play it too safe. Um, uh, so, uh, you know, I just, I tried to, I tried to make it uh, seem longer than it was going to be. Right here in front. Uh, Dick and Wayne of the Motorsports Report. Um, you got kind of choked up there at the end when you were talking about, you know, your folks helping you and so forth. And we've, We've had an awful lot of IndyCar drivers and NASCAR and, you know, a, a lot of really good drivers come out of karts. Can you tell me how you got started and how your parents helped you and, and what, what made you think that was what you wanted to do once you were involved in karting and, and how did it go from there? Like, where did you start and what class? And um, Well, I come, from, I come from great parents to start with. I got, you know, uh, great, great people to guide me in life. Um, I think me and my, my two sisters did, so it, that makes a world of a difference with whatever you're choosing to do in the world. Um, you know, we, we get, we were, what I'm getting at is we were given every opportunity that they, that they could, you know, put in front of us. They wanted to help us pursue whatever we wanted. I played baseball, basketball when I was a kid. My dad, you know, he, he selfishly wanted me to be a baseball player professionally in, in my, my life. He, he hoped that I'd become a New York Yankees player one day. And, uh, you know, I like playing baseball. I like that. Uh, I like basketball too, but I, I always wanted a go-kart. I was like, dad, please, can we get a go-kart? And it didn't happen until I was 13. That's when he kind of finally caved. And my dad was always a car guy. He was always into the, to racing. I was always exposed to it on TV. So when we finally uh, made the decision to go do that, uh, you know, it, it, it's difficult for families to do. You know, people ask me all the time, how do you get in racing? And uh, it costs money. You know, you got to find someone to help you out, whether it's friends or, or families or, or if you somehow find a, a sponsor, you know, if you somehow convince someone to sponsor you, you got to get the money from somewhere. And, you know, we had certainly a, a better situation than many, but, um, you know, not 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 a straight straight cut situation to just make it professionally in race cars. It was It was a long road and very difficult to go through. And, so they put everything on the line. You know, they gave me everything they had. And, um, you know, it got me to a certain point, And then others had to pitch in and make it happen. And, uh, you know, I started in, like I said, go-karts when I was 13. I raced at Newcastle Motorsports Park, in, you know, right in uh, Newcastle, Indiana. Um, it was a track built by Mark Dismore, who was an ex-IndyCar guy. And, yeah, big card, a big karting family. And he taught me a lot about what I know today. And then, you know, really the rest is history. I, I started there, and I kept moving up the levels and had a lot of people help us along the way and, and put everything on the line for us to get to here. Wolfgang? Yeah. Joseph, first, congratulations. You, Thank you, you. Yeah, you said uh, Penske is best of the best. Everybody knew this, uh, even race fans. And when you left um, Carpenter Racing to Penske, you know you go to one of the top teams or maybe the number one team. Nevertheless, what was your first reaction when you worked through the workshop door, the most impressive thing you saw in or you see in uh, the workshop? I think the most impressive thing with Team Penske is they all work together. You know, it, it, you, when you're on race teams, generally the, the teams are divided. Um, you know, you, everyone works together in a way, but if you're on the, you know, you're on the two car or you're on the one car or you're on the 12 car, those specific teams work together all year. At Team Penske, they all work together. So on my two cars specifically that I get to drive, when I go back to the shop, uh, all those guys from all the cars are all mixed up. You know, there's, there's someone from every car is working on my car. So it's, it's a complete team effort, um, which is really 
odd to see. I mean, you don't, I've never seen that anywhere else. I've never seen another team operate like that. So I thought that was the most impressive ingredient that, that they bring to the table. They really understand how to drive home the team aspect and everyone gets it and they get on board with it. Um, so for me, I think that's the difference maker. Last question here from Patrick. You probably haven't had time to think about this, but uh, maybe next week. But being champion comes with responsibilities. Uh, how excited are you, for, are you for that to go out and you know be the face of IndyCar? You're going to be on the front of the program. You'll be on the front of the media media guide. And you, that that that's starting to sink in yet? <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, look, I'll carry the flag happily. I I love the IndyCar series. I think it's it's got it's got the whole world in front of it. You know, it's um, it can go so so many good ways. So. Um, I'll do the best that I can to help spread the word, you know, and show people how great this sport is. Um, I think people have been catching on, to be honest with you, over the last couple of years. They're, they're coming back to the sport. You know, anyone that we lost over the, the last 20 years, I think they've been coming back over the last five or six seasons. Uh, and we just got to make sure that, that we keep doing that. You know, it's, it's not one big step. It's going to be little steps at a time. And, and I think in the next, you know, five years, hopefully we can be in an amazing place. I think we're in a good place right now, but we want to be in an amazing place. So... Um, I'll do my best to, to carry that flag and, and help everyone in the Verizon IndyCar Series uh, keep going up. We'll hold you to that. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> yeah, quote, please quote me. <laughs> Congratulations to the man in the back, too. He, he had something to do with this, too. So. For sure. Yeah, How about that guy? <laughs>